Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs, assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I am so not going to die because I'm stupid. And Paula? I'm sick. I've got loogies. I'm going to snort up and you'll get past it. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 89 I didn't forget this week. <laughs> like, like that was we're a, getting it out of the way immediately. Gonna, that'll be the first thing you do from now on. Forever. It really yes. wasn't that big of a deal. No, you know what? I was not in my right mind. I was sick. I was fighting illness. That's all. But it'd be the, like the equivalent of someone saying, forgotten, forgetting to say, "Here's Johnny." <laughs> that would be. They'd be like, "Uh, hello." McFly. What's going on? <laughs> so welcome to the Ugly Truth listeners. Hello, everybody out there in podcasting land. We're so happy you're listening to us today. So much to talk about this week. Um, I, I'm going to make it brief because there's really not a whole lot to say, but uh, we were going on and on about producer Dub and I going to meet and see um, Adam Carolla. He was going to be coming into Sacramento, coming to the Cash Creek Casino for a very rare stand-up show he does he rarely does stand up and even prior to that he was going to be at bevmo and natomas doing a mangria signing and all that stuff i wasn't doing that i don't oh really oh god no oh i thought thought you would have done that on your way up to cash creek no i have no desire to do that but we had tickets to uh one of his two sold out shows we were going to the late show which is usually funner less pg sometimes and then just because they've been drinking for longer exactly there's some (laughs) some liquor has been flowing and he's loosened up from the first show so usually the 10 o'clock show is the better show generally speaking and so we had tickets for that and then we have a connection at cash creek and he arranged for us to be at the after party so we could actually meet adam corolla sweet i was super excited i mean really excited yeah i mean that's i mean almost sexually aroused i couldn't wait to meet him i I mean really looking forward to it because just about this time last year i ended up in the hospital i had to have some dead intestines removed because i had neglected a navel hernia Mm -hmm. and so i was in the hospital having surgery the night of the show we were all gonna go we had tickets last year it was right around just about this time of year. Yeah, it was about, it was in early December. And so obviously we didn't go. It was a bummer. And so this year I'm like, redemption, I'm going. We're actually going to meet him this time. I'm going to, you know, talk to him about all kinds of stuff, hopefully get his ear for more than two seconds. And, you know, because it was like kind of more of like a VIP after party, there wouldn't be a ton of like fans there. Groupies, so it would be a yeah. little more access hopefully well all of that went to shit because he had his his backpack at burbank airport and he had sat it on a table at a bar having a quick beer before they were gonna board and he it was on another table they were sitting at one table and some security guard picked it up thinking it was unattended and so when he went to grab it for boarding it was gone and so he went to security and said hey did somebody pick up my backpack oh yeah we did it's in terminal one in security and so he had to run 
to Terminal 1, get it, and then they made him go back through security. Yeah. Like the TSA line. And so he was stuck in the TSA line and they boarded and left without him. I can't believe that. It was ridiculous. And, you know, some people were thinking maybe they did it on purpose because they know who you are and you're always bitching about TSA. I mean, there was all kinds of theories, but the reality well, is, is I mean, that... he left a bag unattended. I mean, how many times have you been he, in the airport and you right. hear that terminal, ding, ding, right. do not leave bags unattended. Yeah, and so the problem, I mean, common sense left the building. Unfortunately, if I was in a bar and I, you know, God forbid, was a security officer at the airport, I would have said, excuse me, is this someone's bag before marching it over to another part of the building you know i mean yes he he definitely claims responsibility but you know still he missed well, the where flight. were all his people i mean was he literally by himself no he had two other people with him that's I what mean, i'm saying where was his handlers like you know right. so he can keep his little dumpy backpack full of you know <laughs> snacks yes. and earphones or whatever's in there and Oh, Mr. Corolla, geez. <laughs> so basically, producer Dub called me on his way home and he said, you're not going to believe this. And I said, what? He goes, <laughs> Corolla didn't make it and there's the show's been canceled. I go, what the hell? Are you kidding me? He goes, no. And so because this was on a Saturday, obviously Corolla could only tweet, hey, I'm sorry, you know, refunds, blah, blah, I blah. I did see that. And he was tweeting like apologies up the wazoo like and all over himself. Yeah. And I was disappointed. But you know what? I was also not feeling well. Oh, and God. you and I talked about that briefly. I said, you know, it kind of works out because it's a blessing. In just my luck. I would have walked up to him and said, so glad to meet you, Mr. Corolla. And a big snot bubble would have come you out or I would have in his face. I would have or... choked on phlegm and that was draining. You know, I would have sneezed. I mean, anything, something anything. Terrible. Your eyes would have been watering. Oh, I God. mean, it just he, he would have been like, God. he probably would have thought you had Ebola and <laughs> didn't want you near him. Yeah, it would have been bad all around. Then Daryl would be walking around apologizing, like, I'm sorry she's sick, but she really wanted to come. He'd be like, don't really care. Never talk to me again. And then it would have been ruined. And so. Right. Yeah. Ugly truth. That's for damn sure. (laughs) Right. And so at least least now, God forbid, he comes back. I mean, I don't know why this is happening, but seriously, I will. I'm literally going to leap into his arms the day I finally meet him. You're like, you have no idea. You have no idea. And he's like, you're right. I really don't. And get off me. Get off of me. (laughs) So anyway, it's, you know what? Maybe same time next year. Maybe we'll actually get to uh, introduce ourselves. Same time next year. Minus the lake house. God. uh, Well, speaking of dudes, um, you know, Daryl is sick. I told you before. You did tell me that. And I'm concerned because, you know, men don't do well being sick and you said that he actually stayed home from work so I'm like oh god it must, he must be really bad. be sick yeah you know he just has the cold that I had last week and he's today's the bad day it's kind of like when you're on your period and you have that one really bad day mm-hmm. that's today's his really bad period day so he's well, just keep the day quill away from him you know make sure right. you give oh, it out in proper doses yes, don't we wouldn't want him to be concerned he about can't overdosing. he can't have a clearly he can't control himself <laughs> and what was funny is he he actually didn't overdose last time he was sick he thought he did and so he made me take him to the doctor (laughs) so what was it he was just really ill and he (laughs) i came we came home this was uh this was about a a little less than a year ago he had the flu and he swore that he had overdosed on flu medication so he made me take him to the doctor and they said well i mean you know you're you're sick but if you did you know it's luckily it's mild you'll get through it just rest blah 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 so 
the next day he came out and said you're not gonna believe it and he shows me the pills he goes i didn't take them i didn't overdose i'm like oh well our copay thanks you yeah God. really God. i was so irritated so last night i'd be starts, like you want me to be happy about this i'm not happy <laughs> i would not be thrilled at all. i'd be like well i'm glad you're elated right and so i noticed last night after after we got home from work and he wasn't well and he was getting pale and, I, and he goes i think i'm gonna take like the nyquil and i said if you're taking nyquil you really need to go upstairs because within a half an hour, you're going to be really incoherent. I mean, you're going to be so out of it because it's meant for nighttime. <laughs> and annoying, probably. <laughs> so he took the NyQuil and he started falling asleep on the couch. And it's like he nine o'clock. He didn't go upstairs? No, of course he didn't. And so, you know, just because they need a helper doesn't mean they listen. I mean, they still think they can do whatever they want. So did you at least get him a pillow and a blanket before no, you went to bed? No, I turned to him and I said, hey. And he's like, you're all, hey, <laughs> dong, grandfather dong. is talking to you. Dong, where is my automobile? Where is my champagne? So, <laughs> so I said, hey, and he goes, yeah. And I said, you should really, honey, you should go upstairs. And he goes, all right. So he gets up and he saunters upstairs. Well, thank God he made it. <laughs> yeah, he made it. So I go upstairs when it's, when it's like bedtime, like, you know, an hour later. And I go upstairs and he's sleeping with just a t-shirt on and nothing else. Like buck knee. He's, what? Yeah. It's almost like he had been drunk and couldn't Jeez. complete undressing. That's... Well, who? Okay. Wait a minute. Who doesn't so I, take their shirt off first? I got in bed and I was like, does he... Okay. I go, what? I go, why do you have your t-shirt on? He's like, oh, I just... I just stopped getting undressed. <laughs> and so I said, all right. I'm just saying, I know when I get into bed, usually my shirt is the first thing that comes off. Generally speaking. But yes. that's usually because I'm already not wearing pants. I have panties <laughs> on, but I mean, yes. you know, the shirt comes off and that's it. I right. don't know anybody who strips down naked first, but well, keeps the t-shirt on. I think, you know, with, with maybe with dudes, you know, because they urinate. Maybe he just took off his pants and just left them off after he peed or something. That's awkward. And then he got into bed and laid down because he was druggy. That reminds me of that scene in, um, what movie was that? <laughs> Crap. It was the old 80s movie. It was like Meatballs or something like that. Or... <laughs> oh, uh, you're thinking of um, Animal House. Animal House, where she's dating yes. the teacher and he's yes. like, goes to reach at the top of the cupboard and he's only and wearing he a t-shirt his, like... and his butt's hanging out. And I'm yes. like, God, that's awkward. <laughs> I know. Men look weird with just it's shirts just, on, don't it's they? Not, it's not right. It's strange so anyway i get in bed and i'm like would you what, what what's happening here he goes well i just couldn't i just well did you like, take well, his shirt well. off of course i helped okay, him remove it you. and then he felt so then because i wouldn't I'm, be able to sleep next to that it <laughs> would be, be like it's I'd unusual like, you know this is unsightly and it's gonna yeah. ruin my beauty sleep <laughs> it, it really was uncomfortable to view so we fixed that we remedied that and now you know he's draining and so oh God. <laughs> here's the thing i want you to know you know with men, when they're ill, I start off very kind because I know I was just sick. So I understand being miserable. Mm -hmm. So he starts doing this. No. I, no. <laughs> and he does it and he's doing it a lot. So I turn and I look. I'm like, well, maybe he's sleeping or something. So I look and he's kind of like awake. And I said, do you do you need some tissue? Do you need to blow your nose? No, I'm fine. And, and he's like, oh, no, I don't know. And I said, all right. Take and it. so <laughs> then he does it again. And so then I hand him tissue. Here. I Clearly said, Here, something's trying to come out. So here's some tissue. Why don't you blow your nose? 
jeez. <laughs> oh, and so then he starts doing it again. And I said, hey, have you thought about using, I don't know, some nasal spray or something? Because, right? I mean, dry it up. If you're not going to blow it out, dry it up or See, just do a huge sniff and swallow that shit and be done with it. You know what I mean? Victor doesn't even dignify me with manners when he sits. I get the full bunk. <laughs> and i'm just like could could please could you mind and he's like what i'm sick and i'm just like well there you have it give you license to be disgusting that's what i think but apparently you know he just at that point i think he just shuts me out because he's like look i deal with your pompous ass all the time i'm sick i've got loogies i'm gonna snort them and you'll get past it it makes me want to vomit and so i'm sitting there and so i i turn to him and now i know what my face must look like <laughs> i am certain that it is like the grumpy cat face so jeez i mean come on but i'm not saying anything so are funny. you guys in bed or something yes turn the other way <laughs> i did i was on my jeez. computer and had the tv on oh him you mean no you Me, not yes. him so i'm i'm trying to seriously i'm trying to distract myself because there's no way i'm falling asleep with this going on so i figured all right fine you know what i'll stay awake a little longer because i wasn't super sleepy you know i'm on the computer and i'm watching tv and i'm you know doing i'm totally multitasking and he's still snorting and so i'm making the face and he gets up and he goes into the bathroom and he takes something and he he's taking medicine finally to try to figure out how to you know remedy this snorting that's going on right so he finally comes back to bed and he he starts doing it again so this is so then i go (sighs) a huge sigh he goes what's the matter (laughs) nothing oh does he really not know at this point i think he's aware but you know what He's in no condition. And well, if, I mean, honestly, it's like, what, it's like kicking a puppy if I were do? to turn on him. What can he do? Well, he could blow his fucking nose. Yeah, but that even if helpful. he blows it, it's going to come back. Yeah, I know. So ultimately, he dried himself out. You know, he did whatever he had to do and he fell asleep and just started snoring. You guys need fine. a bigger house so you can have your own room, Jamie. I've been asking for my own room for years. <laughs> for years, I've wanted my own room. I swear to God. Like, you just I, need a room. Like with, you know, padded walls and soundproof and where you can just go in and it's nothing but, you know, Victoria's Secret catalogs. My clothes, my shoes. You know, blankets with your furry blankets yeah. and your hotel pillows. My, and, and my workout equipment and a television. And I then mean, like a wine, a wine fridge. Well, and yeah, it, I do need the wine fridge. You just need your own little space. Maybe here I got an idea. Mm. You, you, I've heard of that tiny house nation. Maybe you should just build <gasps> yourself a tiny house in the backyard. Oh, and then I can just go there. It's just your place. Yeah. That's a good idea. I, I am like not against idea. people who have like apartments in downtown or something like that. I really <laughs> think they're on to something. People who right? have like separate residences just to go to. Yeah. I'm I'm not opposed right. to that. I think, you know, and the thing is, is I have a little less tolerance because when I was sick, you know, his, you know, what? I'm sure that there are men who are incredibly good at caring for sick people when in their homes. But I was deathly ill. And, you know, this is what I get. He comes up when I was sick last week. He's like, well, you're sleeping again, huh? Are and you I'm like, shut the fuck up? And I- I'm like, I am sick. I'm sick. Leave me alone. He's like, well, you're just, you're napping again. And I'm like... Yes, I'm napping again. See, I will say Victor's really good about that. Like, he'll 
he'll shut the bedroom door. He'll tell the kids to be quiet. Tell me to leave me alone. He'll bring me a seven up. He'll right. say, do you want anything? Do you want any soup? You know, it's been four <laughs> hours. Is it time for you to take more day quill? You know, like he's really yeah. like a perfect caretaker in that regard. Daryl does do those things. Okay. But that that doesn't last forever because he has needs <laughs> and there are children and they all have needs. And, you know, I run a tight ship. So the second I'm out... And I'm unable to handle things. Oh, I agree. The cracks start forming almost immediately. Believe me. As soon as the perfection stops, you know, it's like you slowly are getting chased by zombies. <laughs> he comes upstairs. He said, do you, you know, do you want anything to eat? I'm like, no, I really don't. And I go, what did, did you make dinner? And he goes, yeah, I made spaghetti. And I said, spaghetti, huh? I go, well, that's fine. But I thought we weren't doing carbs anymore. It's like the instant, you know, when I die, that man is going back to carbs and beer and everything. I'm telling everything. you, go along with my philosophy. Shop a wife for him before you die. Right? I'm, I told, I'm for it. I'm all I for it. I told Daryl that. I said, Paula's going to make it her duty to find you a, a good wife when I die. Because you know it'll be me <laughs> first. Maybe that should be a website, you know, like instead of eHarmony, it'd be like, you know, Angel of Death. Right. Widows are you. Yeah. Let us help you find your, your loved one a new mate. Right. Yeah. What yep. would be a good website for that? They make enough Hallmark movies about it. There's got to be a, a niche for that I somewhere. would be like, yeah, I'm terminally ill. I've got six months to live. I have a family of four and a husband. I need a good wife. And my husband has been trained. He you know is what? a good man. You listen to me, podcast listeners. If any of you little assholes come up with this website... <laughs> I want we'll something you. from it. I want yeah. something from we it. We want our percentage, damn it. You know what? What? Cut this, Daryl. Save this what? idea. Oh. <laughs> Don't let anybody <laughs> right. save it. Don't let anyone hear it. The holidays are almost here, which means it's time to start your shopping. The Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com is a great place to do just that. You'll find Amazon and other online shopping links there just by visiting UglyTruth.com. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. I really can't but stay. baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go but away. But baby, it's cold outside. Okay, so Daryl will recover. He'll be fine. You know, I, I get irritated for about a minute. If he was generally like really, really sick, I don't pull that kind of attitude. Well, if he had the flu or something. But he's got a really bad cold and today's the really bad day. I totally, you know, get it. So I'm, I'm being a little less annoyed with him. So are you going to... Go downstairs after re-recording and read him The Princess Bride and, you know. <laughs> well, I'm just going to – I'll heat up his soup or something. I don't know. So, I mean, <laughs> I gave him tea. Tylenol today. I mean, he's, he's good <laughs> to I, go. I kicked him a couple pills. I threw him some pills. So, speaking of, I wanted to tell you, luckily I got sick after this, but my 14-year-old actually got really, really sick with the flu and passed out and as you know because i let you obviously you obviously know all of this right but she passed out and i had to call 911 and this was on friday morning and so the paramedics came the whole situation was very high stress but i'm not a parent or i'm not a person who completely falls apart under pressure i was stone cold because you have to keep maintain your composure like you have to make sure your child is good well yeah you're still in that like fight or flight mode like you know there's like that kind of tweener phase before you can break down and freak out you have to like you just get like crystal clear clarity (laughs) and you know exactly what you have to do i mean and some people aren't like that but fortunately like i know i'll survive any kind of cataclysmic anything i'm so not going to die because i'm stupid and my children will be as safe as 
reasonably possible. So my sure. daughter is laying on our bed. I've called 911. The paramedics are there. And, you know, it's kind of like earlier in the morning, like after the commute had ended. So I well, got and like, you were home alone because well, Dub was in the city. Dub was in the city. And so I wasn't worried about it. I, I mean, my part, I was not concerned. So the paramedics come and, you know, of course, they're all completely adorable. I don't know. It's like a requirement. The thing about being paramedics, you know they're going to see you at your worst. You right. know it. Like I know. whoever, I mean, I want to be the person that has the accident, like falls and breaks my ankle and needs a paramedic. <laughs> like when I'm out at a club partying or something. Where and you I look completely Where I look amazing. gorgeous right. or whatever. Not because, you know, my daughter got sick and, and I've been, you know, and it's eight and in the morning. Have my, and I have my robe on and I've taken one <laughs> sip of coffee. Right. right? So that's basically what had happened. And so I called 911. They showed up. There was like five or six of them in my bedroom. And I'm like standing there going, you know what? You know, this is a fantasy of a lot of people, but not like this. Well, never like like this. So they're monitoring her. She's incredibly dehydrated because she had been vomiting. And so ultimately we ended up taking the ambulance to the ER because they there's nothing they can do to fix her here. We have to go to the hospital right so we get in the ambulance and um you know still super adorable everybody's so nice and you know they're i think fairly grateful when they get a normal patient well it's not like yeah you weighed like 400 pounds and you know you're all smelly and got like necrotic feet or i don't know just yes it's true because and let me tell you when we got to the hospital it was a very busy day. Jeez. We pull in and we get out. And so I'm standing there with my daughter on the gurney and all the paramedics. They, and there's like two or three people with people on gurneys waiting to get a room to check in. That was They were so busy. And one of them was a woman probably in her 70s who was completely strung out on Oxycontin. And she couldn't have any, you know, obviously she had run out. And so she was freaking out and she kept trying to get up. She's like, I just need to get up. And they're like, lady, you have to lay down. Please just stay laid down. Just give her her methadone already. Jesus. Right. And she's like, I, my back hurts so bad. And so they're, they're like, well, would you like to lay on your side? I must lay on my side. I must lay on my side. I mean, side. it was like this and she kept getting up and I was, so I finally, I, so I touched my And I'm like, Malia, you all right over there? She goes, I'm fine. You know, she's just watching the, the car and so finally we get our room on one side there was this poor woman and she was very elderly she had broken her wrist and then on the other side was another lady that was in complete darkness we don't really know what was going on with her so once they got her all stable you know they got her they got some fluids in her she had her iv set up and my daughter is good and so basically we're just waiting for her to perk up because she's it's taking quite a a while and this is you know that's what the flu is so damn dangerous mm-hmm. because you know you vomit two or three times and suddenly you're dehydrated and your body just freaks out and that's how people die well and like know? i mentioned to you before too um your daughter's an athlete and so yeah. she's constantly you know exercising or doing athletic things and so her metabolism much like her father is very high right so it takes next to nothing to burn out all of her liquids and waters and electrolytes and i think that's what happened was is that her electrolytes just got off balance because she purged everything so quickly but i mean she she hadn't even been sick for that long i mean you're talking like a day a day yeah it was very very fast and so 
now we just have to wait. Now we have to wait for all the, the blood results and the urine and, you know, they take mm-hmm. all this tests. And so now we have to wait for all the results to make sure that she, there's nothing wrong with her. Like, you know, the doctor was really worried about appendicitis. And so, you know, you have to do you it. You got to rule it all out. Yeah. Right. So we're sitting there waiting. And that's when the fun begins because you can hear, you know, it's been an hour since we've been there. And all of a sudden you hear this, help! Oh, jeez. Help me! Why you know. is there always someone yelling for help? <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. They're you know, and, and the doctors, they never rush to that person. They, they just usually walk over and they're like, hi, ma'am. What what seems to be the problem? Yeah. And they're like, my stomach hurts. You know, it's always something really benign. <laughs> Stupid. I know. They just want their drugs. And so, <laughs> so just the poor lady. Next to Why don't they just sedate everyone? That's my answer. Because wouldn't that be awesome? Just then, give me my pill and I'm out of here. Just give them a little quiet time to figure out what's really going on without the, you know, the shouting and the complaining and the nonsense. Right. I mean, it's just, I'm talking small little sedatives for everyone. It would be nice. We, we could all use that. It'd be like nap time at preschool. Everybody, it's time to close our eyes. Stay on your mat. I'll come Don't over. Don't touch and, your neighbor. Do you need me to rub your back? You know, and <laughs> Did then everyone like, go to the bathroom? Na, 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 all right. Right? Na, 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 60 minutes. Na, na, Exactly. So then on the other side, a couple of doors down, we hear this. Oh, God. I mean, hardcore vomiting. I mean, like you could hear buckets of whatever they had ingested coming out. It was so well, It was probably graphic. coming out when it's that violence coming out everywhere. They could have won an, a, a gold medal for that. It was Gross. serious business. So Maybe it had food poisoning or I, something. <laughs> Or drunk. and I mean, I have no idea, but it was hardcore. And then there's family there, and they're bitching at each other, arguing about God only knows what, you know. And then you hear the, the security guy, all right, hey, hey, hey. You know, I mean, there's all that going on. For heaven's and then, sake. And <laughs> so then all of a sudden, it's nice and quiet. Everyone's calmed down. Everyone has settled down. Uh-oh. And all of a sudden, the neighbor who was in the complete darkness resting, Bubblehead? What? <laughs> Bubblehead? Really Bub- loud. Bubble- Bubblehead! <laughs> Dennis! Dennis! Bubblehead! And the nurse, she's standing in front of ours doing some end data entry. And she's like, um, can I help you? Where's my son? Bubblehead? <laughs> Bubblehead? Yeah. Bubblehead. Oh my god, God was Malia like laughing her ass off. <laughs> Malia had been given some medication. Oh. So she was kind of l- lapsing in and out of consciousness. She oh, was like okay. really sleeping. I, and the See, nurse looks at me. This is why you need that sleep recorder because wouldn't that have been awesome <laughs> to have caught that? And she's like, "I hear my son." And the nurse said, "Um, you know what, ma'am? There's no one on the ha- in the hall." But uh, if if I see your son, um, I will definitely direct him to your area. Was he even there? No, there was no one there. There was no one there. And so who calls their son Bubblehead? I don't know. What kind of nickname is that for a child? Or I mean, I remember in uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer, they called the kid Melon. But I mean, (laughs) well, he had a really big head. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, oh, you cute little bubblehead. That's your name from now on, bubblehead. Like, I call my son Boo Bear. That's, yeah, but that's different. But that's cute. And I don't you know, know if you'd that's be like screaming it in the emergency room. Boo Bear! But anyway, so Dennis was nowhere to be found. And she did this for on and off for about an hour. Kind of want to Google Dennis slash bubblehead now. <laughs> I don't know if this person even existed. And so ultimately, 
this woman's daughter, I see her, she looks kind of like what we would probably look like on a Sunday morning after a night of partying. She oh, had God. her juicy sweats and her Uggs and her sunglasses on and her sweatshirt. And she walks in. She's like, hi, mom. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like this is nothing new. Right. You know, then the doctor comes in. We couldn't figure out why your stomach hurts, but we've given her some Ativan and um, she seems to be just fine. Here's her lab results and you can contact your own doctor. They're like, all right. All right. I mean, it was. We'll transport her back to the nursing home. <laughs> well, she wasn't that old. She was like our mom's age. I think she was just a druggie, like a drug addict. Oh, maybe. Well, of course. All that for Ativan? I mean, my God, that shit's so no, easy to come by. <laughs> please. She probably, no, she wanted more than that. I'm sure oh. she wanted her Vicodin or something. So well, then you don't go for a stomachache, but right? it's just, I mean, no. note to self, druggy friends, if you want something, just, you're better off slicing your own hand open. <laughs> to get the, to get the, the painkillers. Yes. Right. Fant- phantom stomach and backaches do nothing for you. <laughs> and then once she vacated, they brought in another old gentleman, an older gentleman who had fallen and he obviously Aww. lived in some kind of nursing home and so the nurse goes hello sir what year is it i don't know 1974 i don't keep track anymore that's basically what he's saying well, and so i can't I'm, really fault him for that i mean my god you he know doesn't care anymore if he, he entered the him. nursing home i'd be like well my life has pretty much just ended so what do i give a crap <laughs> about what year it is it's like i'm at the pound so you know, who's the president somebody i don't like i'm sure <laughs> probably someone who i totally hate so she said so what what's happening and the son his son who was probably our mom's age no probably my age actually was there he goes oh he fell he broke his rib blah 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 so he'd fallen and hurt this whole side of his thing and so all of a sudden i hear this old man easy (laughs) emily and i are like what and she's like oh does it hurt does it hurt your arm when i touch her he goes no that's my penis what And, and so she's like it hurts your penis when i touch here (laughs) because she's like touching his rib and he's like yes and then the son gets filthy of course he's like hey hey dad if you keep that area clean maybe she would actually you know and i went all right all right what if he had a hernia i don't care i'm just i don't care what i'm sitting here thinking what could possibly nothing this is me i get clinical i'll be sitting there i'm like what could possibly be happening if you push you just have to kind of enjoy the show you know you just enjoy the show i usually am searching the room for things that i can steal Okay, well, that was the thing. So we're, we're heading out finally. So she's fine. She does have an infection. So we had to get antibiotics. Right. And, you know, she was full of fluids, ready to go. Yeah. We, we, we were, were leaving. I didn't get to see the, the dirty old man, though. I really wanted to, you know. Oh, was the curtain drawn? Yeah, but he maybe he was gross or something. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But thankfully, we How were How much leaving. do you need to see? You saw a pair of balls hanging out of some shorts this year. <gasps> I think I'm I mean, done. Jamie, honestly. I'm done with that. By 2.30, we were out, out the door and, you know, on our merry way. And I thought, God, that was eventful. I mean, really eventful. And, you know, there are meth addicts in the waiting room crying. I mean, it was just a nightmare day. And I thought, you know, can, you know, Godspeed to our healthcare workers who yep. actually give a shit. We I salute mean, really, you. Seriously, I couldn't want that job any less really well emergency room definitely would be difficult i mean i'm sure it's entertaining to say the least but on the same (laughs) token i mean i think you probably have to juggle the 60 percent that come in there that probably don't really have anything wrong with them with the 40 percent who genuinely are injured so i mean that would be hard but you know i think they can tell too because i've 
when I've been into the emergency room before for um, when I was pregnant with Olivia, I had been in there three times. They could tell like you just genuinely don't feel good. And so yeah, they they do have that like that compassion or that empathy. We had well, we had great service while we were there. The doctor was fabulous. He was adorable. Because she, she was really sick. She was really sick. She wasn't some, you know, junkie. Her parents clearly are are very concerned and caring right. and got their shit together. We have insurance, you know. I mean, it was very different yes. than some of the others that we heard about. You know, some of them they were so full when we left. There were patients. Their rooms were this little section of the wall, God. and they were all strung out druggies. I mean, really messed up people. And I thought, my God. At least you weren't like laying in a gurney in like the main walkway or something. It was like that. like that though, and it's like it's almost like you're walking through one of those scary houses at Halloween. You're like, don't touch me, just leave it's me It's like Silence of the Lambs when she's walking through the thing, and he's like, I can smell your cunt. <laughs> it's just awful. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So tell me about your son's birthday situation. So okay. My son, his birthday will be a week from this Friday, so the 21st, and he's turning nine, and we've decided we're not doing parties or anything right now. It's just, Good. it's well, too much. We had a party last year. Well, yeah, I'm, we've, they've had a party every year since yeah. birth, and I'm just like, you know, we don't have to have a party every year. I think we're, we're past that point. Yep. So I'm torn because... He only likes like like four things, you know. He likes WWE. He likes the Giants, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the other two things are. Actually, maybe he only likes two things, and so <laughs> video games, video games, yeah. And that's about it. And so I'm just like, well, what do I get him? Because he owns every wrestler known to mankind. I mm-hmm. we already subscribed to the WWE Network, so he can watch that whenever he wants. He we've got the PlayStation 4 with video games. Now, I there is a new WWE video game coming right. out on November right. 18th. Okay. And so it'll come out and then like literally like, you know, what is that? Three days later, it'll be his birthday. Yeah. But here's the thing is, is that his and we've talked about this before. Video games and children's behavior or and adults for that matter, it gets so diminished and bad. Agreed. I, I can't take it. And so I don't really like my children playing video games. They will play it for a little bit, maybe an hour or so, but I can tell by after the hour i'm like i've had it i'm done you guys yeah. are being wretched to each other yeah i i no turn it off it is true and um when my son was ryan's age we had that was when playstation came out i think right. the ps2 back then and he would play these games it doesn't matter what it is they're not bad games they're just no no, games. no it's not about yeah. the, it's not about what they're playing it's just this utter frustration of not being able to get it the first time and my son would scream and cry and like throw the controller sometimes he would get so (laughs) furious and frustrated with himself because he couldn't figure it out because he was only nine and so you really it's true you really can only let them play for so long before they start to lose it and become little savages and so i would say that's it no more video games and then he would throw a fit about that i'm like get over yourself and so then you, you add your little you add a little sister into the mix because we make saying that you know not just one person gets to play it has to be both people Always? and so yes oh, it's God. not fair for just one I mean now if the other person decides they don't want to play then that's, that's fine what I'm saying. but no, if they like, both want to if they want to play video games then they have to agree on a game they both want to play and they both have to play it oh that's so fun for an older brother 
Well, and especially a little control freak older brother who's just like, well, here, Olivia, don't you want to play this game? And blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay. So I was just like, well, I'll just get him the video game. And then I'm just like, why am I going to do that? <laughs> like, Because why? why are you asking for trouble? Well, exactly. I'm like, I'm going to get him this video game. I said, he's going to play it. I'm instantly within, you know, a couple of hours of him having it. I'm going to get frustrated. They'll be fighting. Right. I'll, I'll probably wind up taking it away. I mean, it's just, it, it's it's <laughs> nonsense. So I'm it's like, true. well, then what am I left with? Like, what do you get a nine-year-old? I, I don't I don't know what to get my own son. Well, the the problem, I think, and it's probably not a small, it's not like this is an unusual problem, but in, if you're a lot like our family in that um, there is no waiting till Christmas anymore. You know, there is no waiting till birthdays. We get them what we want whenever we want because we can. Yeah. And that's the problem, you know, because back in the old days, you had to wait till your birthday or you had to wait till Christmas to get new toys yeah. or even new clothes for that matter, depending, true, you know. True. So now... Because we have Target on every corner, Walmart on every corner, Amazon, you know, we can get it and we can get it and it's affordable and they have everything. I mean, we had that problem with Natalie, uh, Daryl's daughter from a previous relationship because she has two homes. So, so she, she gets everything. never didn't have anything. Right, she right. Always, so we would say, okay, well, what would you like for your birthday or your Christmas this year? And she's like, well, I have everything. I mean, there's nothing. And so... You can't even up the ante. You can't even like get him a phone or an iPad or because what what is he going to do? He's good. I mean, it's there's nothing. Well, I mean, left. I, I could do those things. But I mean, the other flip side is, is I'm on a little bit of a budget right now. Well, and everyone's so, always on a budget. So, I mean, I can't, you know, just get I mean, I don't even have an iPad or a pad or well, I mean, I have not. I have a maxi pad. That's about exactly. all I have. So, I mean, and that's what I can afford. So, I can't get him these other things. And so right. well, I'm trying to think about So, then I thought, well, maybe I'll get him the jersey, like the Giants jersey, you mm-hmm. know. Those things are like $70. Well, they, they some of them are very expensive. Yes. They are not cheap. And so I'm just no. like, well, that's kind of out. I mean, not to say that I'm not willing to spend seven dollars on my son. I just can't spend seventy dollars on my son right now. And I mean, nine nine is a little young, but I will say that I do remember we used to get them gift cards to Barnes and Noble because they were super big readers when they were that he age. He does love books. I could have done that. The other thing is that you can go somewhere for his birthday. Like you can take him somewhere. We talked about that. So like that's what we did with Olivia's birthday this year. Is we sh- we asked her. You know, because we told her we weren't going to have a party, but we said you can go wherever you want. So she's like, well, I want to go to the ocean. So we we took that little overnight trip to Mm -hmm. uh, Bodega Bay. We had a ton of fun. And then, of course, on her birthday, we wound up going to Chuck E. Cheese. And so, I mean, we probably spent as much as we would have if we had, you know, which was kind of counterproductive. But so we're telling Ryan that, you know, he can go to dinner or we can do whatever he wants. So today he threw out laser tag. So maybe we'll all go. Yeah. So maybe we'll all go do laser tag, which will be fun. But I think I finally figured it out. He's really, really into button up shirts right now. Don't ask me why. I think it's because his father only wears long sleeve button up shirts and he rolls up the sleeve. So Ryan wants to be exactly like his father. So he wore the same long sleeve button up shirt for like three days. And I'm like, son, you have to stop wearing that. (laughs) Yeah. So So you bought him the button up shirt just the other day. So I went on to Amazon and I bought three button-up shirts. And so I'm oh. thinking, well, maybe that'll be a nice gift. So he'll have like, you know, four or five now that to 
siphle through in his outfit. But I mean, I just feel like it's a dumpy gift. I it don't know. It is a dumpy gift. I just, but I don't know what else to get. Well, you're, we've already talked. I mean, I thought we worked it out. I mean, laser tag. No, we're going to do that. We're going to do the laser He'll tag thing like that. his little birthday dinner and then he will get. His shirts. His shirts. I mean, the thing is, is not every year has to be a huge blowout. I know people can certainly yeah. afford to do it if they wanted to, but I mean, it's. You want it to be epic. I don't know why. I mean, we, we whittled it down to you know milestone birthdays if you want a big party we will throw you the party or we have this tradition when they you know hit 18 we take them we you know we get a limo and we take them to dinner wherever they want with some friends and that's that's like the tradition now you know i mean we've done you know we do this we offer sweet 16 parties to everybody tyler you know he had his when he was 15 natalie had a big big sweet 16 kenzie wanted nothing I mean, it's just up to the kid eventually. But when they're this little, it's like, look, every other year is plenty of parties. I mean, really. Don't you think? I mean, I don't no, know. I, I mean, agree. I, I I'm just, a terrible mother. but No, I, I don't think so at all. I think it's just, you know, there's so much. Maybe I'm just kind of, like I said, a tweener because there's so much hype when you have little kid birthday parties. You're doing sure. Chuck E. Cheese and balloons and games and, you know, right. cake and all this stuff. But as they get older... You know, they don't want to do that stuff, I guess. Well, and then, you know, there comes an age where it's like, yeah, you foot the bill and then leave us alone so that we can be with our friends and do our thing. That's generally what's going to happen. You know, that that is what happens, yeah, which is it's I important to let them do that. <laughs> it's funny because I had mentioned to my boss his son plays soccer. Okay. And so um, he's like, yeah, he's got a big soccer game this Saturday. You know, it's it's, it's a playoff match or blah blah i'm like oh how exciting i'm like so afterwards i'm like do you guys like all i'll go out for like pizza or ice cream or and mm-hmm. he looks at me he's like no he says he <laughs> he gets in his car and goes with his friends i get yeah. in my car and i go home i'm like exactly i'm like oh yeah it's not <laughs> i mean i hate to break it to you but at some point you're gonna have to allow Ryan to not be hooked together with his sister. I mean, at some point, you're going to have to require Ryan to have his own life. I mean, I you know. cannot right. continue to push Olivia onto this poor kid. He, I <laughs> don't push point. it on him. They're, they're brother and sister. I know. I know. What I, my point is, is that the age gap is going to get very big at, real soon. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. And now, back to the truth. Just as free. Free as we'll ever So we have a little time, so I wanted to incorporate a couple of uh, celeb news stories. I think you probably know about most of these, but I wanted to talk about them anyway, really quick, just to see what you thought about it. Sure. So celeb news, Paula probably doesn't know, but you probably know. First one is, have you heard about Brett Michaels? Yes, of course. So you know he's in the hospital. Yes, Brett. Our thoughts are with you. Please get well soon. Yes. So he had kidney surgery, but the thing that actually perked my ears on the story, because I knew you had, I, I know you know pretty much everything that happens to him, is that the hospital said they gave him medication that would keep him down. And so my concern is perhaps he's in a coma. So here's the thing with Brett Michaels is he's got type A or is it type 1? The, he's got the one that isn't because of diet. The bad diabetes. He's had yes. ju- he had juvenile diabetes. Right. So he's had I think it's type A or type 1, one of those ones. 
And so whenever something happens to him, whether he gets sick or he has an injury or something's going on and diabetes and kidneys are like, you know, they go hand in hand. Yes. They have a really, really difficult time controlling his blood sugar. And Mm -hmm. so oftentimes they have put him in a medically induced coma just because they can't get they need to try and get him stabilized yeah and he seems to be quite a stubborn patient well it's because he's so dedicated to his career he all he can think about is you know every day that goes by he thinks about how many fans just had to have a canceled show well not only that but i mean he has a motor basically which says i work and that's how i get paid that's how i take care of my family well i mean the guy has more money than what he i mean he wouldn't you never know though he wouldn't have to work again but he just he wants to he likes to it's his it's his life he's basically decided like you know i'm this is what i'm gonna do for forever but i mean he's also i mean isn't he almost in his 50s or he isn't he's 51 right so um and litter maid agrees litter maid agrees litter maid they are sick of this crap as well and (laughs) they you know want to just sweep this under the rug and have things move on as as we do too, and so Jesus. we we want a clean we want a clean start for you, Mr. <laughs> Michaels. <laughs> I just hope that that little blurb doesn't mean that, they, that he's in a coma. I mean, that would be concerning to me. I mean, I know it's happened before, but still, you know, well, this, they this may dude have to live some life. They may have just had to, you know, sedate him. But I saw a picture of him. He was doing rock fingers and from his oh, hospital bed. So I mean, I think he's okay. I just think that. When you're diabetic, that just complicates everything. It does. Okay, second news story. Uh, we talked about this briefly yesterday on Facebook, but uh, Jovian the lemur has died of kidney failure. I thought his name was Zabu. No, that was his stage name. He had um, a stage name. Zabu Mafu. He was Zabu the lemur, and his real name was Jovian. Jovian. And, yes, he was French. Musk. By Jovian. <laughs> and he died on Monday of kidney failure. He was 20. Now, which, how old does a lemur live? In the wild, lemurs live to be about 15. So oh. he was very, he was an elderly man. So he'd live some life. He did live some life. Martin was his, one of his human hosts, co-hosts. And they said that they were very sad over the loss. He said that Jovian's death was, it took place at the Duke Lemur Center, wherever that is. Who knows? It said he was great to work with. He'd jump in through the window and we'd feed him mangoes or garbanzo beans. Sometimes he'd grab our noses with those soft little hands. Aww. Was that from the Kraft Brothers? Yes, Matt Martin Kraft. Jovian leaves behind a mate. He only had one his whole life. Um, three children and four grandchildren. But from what I understand, he had more than that. It's just that some of them have already passed away. And so a total, I believe he had seven children and he has four grandchildren. You know, I saw that and I'm like, good little lemur. Well, you know, it just made me sad because Ryan used to watch that show when he was little and Mm -hmm. he wasn't as interested as I was. I don't know why I was always fascinated by that show, but I'm like, hey, Ryan, I'm like, Zabufu's on. You want to watch that? And he's like, I guess. (laughs) So... (laughs) Well, Tyler loved Zabumafu, and he yeah. would pretend to be the lemur and leap around. And, Ryan you know, did that too, I know. Yeah, all of our kids really loved Zabumafu. I like those Kraft brothers. They were so cute. I just thought they just were adorable. funny because they were always like diving in ponds and, you know, just like with, oh, yeah. with frogs and turtles. and They were like big kids playing with, you know, yeah, mud no, patties. They, really, and they hopped around like lemurs. They I mean, did. They just... It was such a cute show. That's a good show. I really liked it. Well, Safe home, Jovian. Jovian. 
Zabu, I know. So anyway, this just came across my radar last night, but I read more about it this morning. And I do not watch this show. I don't know if you do or not, but the Cake Boss guy. Oh, yeah. Buddy Velastro, Mm -hmm. uh, the star of the Cake Boss, was arrested for drunk driving yesterday. A little too much vanilla extract, perhaps? Um, Perhaps. His BOC, (laughs) his his BAC was 0.08. Oh, Um, that's like barely. Well, listen, though, he was driving his brand new yellow Chevy Corvette. When they pulled him over, they said he had a flushed face and watery bloodshot eyes. He was unsteady on his feet and he failed the breathalyzer. He's Italian. What do you expect? He was swerving swerving in and out of his lane. Um, So they arrested him and charged him with driving while intoxicated. Talk about someone who can't hold their liquor at 0.08 and he's a mess. Isn't I think I'm a point oh eight when I take NyQuil. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I think I'm just a point oh eight at any given moment. All the time. So, yeah, I was a little surprised to hear that he uh, was barely legal and and unable to walk. I mean, that's pretty. But you know what? He probably could have he probably could have made a wedding cake to die for at that moment. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, well. Perhaps. So anyway, but they took him to Manhattan, so it couldn't have been that bad. Cake boss. Well, I doubt that'll do bad things for his reputation because the show, it's a family-owned bakery and everything. They're kind of gruff and rough with each other. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, the barefoot Contessa getting pulled over or something (laughs) like that. Oh, my God. That that. would be hysterical. I wish. And I would want them to throw her ass to the fucking wall because (laughs) I hate Ina Garten so bad. She's a little little weird. She's, She's a weird woman. She's a bitch. But she, I think she probably is. But she's well. Ever she's since also, that Make a Wish Child thing, that oh, just really pissed me off. Like, uh, yeah, in my yeah. book, written off, written off. Yeah, you done and your and big done. fatness and ugly heart. Okay, so this last one, I only want to talk about this because it's probably going to segue into the Kardashian thing a little bit. But Jennifer Aniston is getting some Oscar buzz for her indie film that's coming out in the winter called Cake. Cake. Okay. Yes. And the reason I want to bring it up is this, because you and I have this theory about uh, women who suddenly get Oscars. They usually have to show some nip or they get really fugly. And Jennifer Aniston is playing a car accident survivor who is addicted to pain medication. Okay. She like completely jumped into the character. She put on a little weight. She didn't wear any makeup. She stopped coloring her hair for the for the movie. So when you see her in the movie, that's what she looks like just walking around her house on her period or something. And she looks really, really bad compared to what you see on TV, you know, red carpet or other movies. She's got scars on her face. She's wearing a back brace. And she's got this empty, soulless look of her face. And yet her breasts are intact and covered. (laughs) Yes, no nudity. From what I understand, there's no nudity. So it was just funny because now suddenly she's getting Oscar buzz. Well, that's how it goes. Because she's completely removed her Hollywood mask. You know, though, she's going to get outshined by someone who's going to do full frontal or something. Something. It'll That's happen. What I think, and I'm thinking, who though? I mean, I haven't been to the movies in freaking forever, but yeah, I'm but sure something's going to come out. Who knows? I swear to God, if Anne Hathaway gets nominated for a fucking Oscar for that space Shh. movie, I will lose it. <laughs> I will freaking lose well, it. Well, when I, Sandra Bullock got, I thought that was a Galaxy. joke. Was I'm Galaxy? just like, what? I'm Gal- like, Galactica? What was that movie? Something where she was supposedly in Moon? space and trapped or something. And I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, come on. Why can't we go back to Miss Congeniality? And, Can't you go you back know, to rom-coms? Anything. That's what she's good at. This whole, you know, you do the blind side and suddenly they want you to be like this, you know, dramatic actress. That was, and I'm okay, just like, 
that was barely a serious movie. She was funny in that movie. She was a spicy Southern woman. I don't even want to say it. It was like barely believable. It was still Sandra Bullock. And it, well, that's that's what I was going to say. And plus, I mean, she was playing against Tim McGraw. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, yeah, really hardcore actors here. I Fuck mean, no up. offense. I mean, he is a good actor, but let's no. be real. She wasn't surrounded by a bunch of um, Barbara Streisands and... Yeah, you know, I know, right? It's not hard to Meryl look good. Meryl Streep's. But... I mean, it wasn't... Well, I'm glad that Jen for Aniston has maintained her purity as far as not doing full nudity. I mean, not to say that I, I shame people who do it in no. acting. I think it's a personal choice that everyone has to make. But it's a it's just sure guarantee if you're, if you're hooking up, not sexually for real, but I mean, if you're hooking yourself up with a really good actor and you show some butt or boob, they're going to look at you and go, hmm, maybe she deserves an Oscar for that. Look at Kate Winslet. She's been nominated like 100 million times and she's yeah. naked in every single All movie. All of them. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> she's so like, true. you know, the Lena Dunham of movies, except mm-hmm. in like a good way. She's always naked. Hey, the girl in Wolf of Wall Street, she was hardcore porn naked and she got nominated for an Oscar. Well, well, well what Nobody do you even know? knows her name. And nobody probably will and they don't care. Anymore. So speaking of nudity, we've talked about this off air and we're not going to get into it too much because we know nah. pretty much everyone hates the Kardashians. I yeah. mean, some hate, I should say, some really dislike and some just don't give two shits. Right. What I guess bothered me the most was, is you know, Kim Kardashian has come out recently with this paper bag magazine thing and yes paper magazine oh paper magazine and she's showing like her oily behind i don't know why why did they oil her down like what was the point of that i'm not really sure maybe it makes easier for airbrushing i'm not sure Um. but so she's and She's got this just ginormous ass. She like really the, does have a big butt. I mean, it's not it's even. True. I wouldn't even classify it. It's like a. It's like a planet. You know, it looks like she got stung by a bee. It's really swollen looking. But there is not an ounce of cellulite. There is not a wrinkle. There is not. A, so I mean, something tells me it had to have been. You know, I think she works hard. I not okay. Wait a minute. That's not what I meant. I think she works hard in the aspect of plastic surgeons to keep that cellulite free. I oh. think there's a lot of lipo going on in the thigh area, a lot of the smoothing of the... There is no way you can have an ass that big and it's not going to even dimple. It's just gra- sheer gravity And her waist that. is tiny. Like Well, that... I, I believe that. I believe that's her shape. What I don't believe is that it's that flawless. Okay. It's just so, not human. So she did that. And then the next day, she kicked it up a notch and she released a picture where it's the same shoot, but she did full frontal nudity. I know. And you showed that to me just a few minutes ago. And I'm like, well, I mean, she's got a great looking body, but, you know. But what's was, the point? There was a woman. I, I She was on Glee. Naya Rivera. Yeah. You know who that is? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's like, look. She made a comment on whatever social outlet it was. And she's like, you know, this is normally not my thing. But um, Kim, you're someone's mother. You know, right. I mean, it's bad enough that this daughter is going to have to to learn about the I mean, very early on in life about her mom's start into fame, which is the grainy porn that isn't even with her dad. But now this. And I mean, that's what I'm just trying to figure out is is like I get art and everything. But then the other part about it is. All the hashtag break the internet. Like she literally was right. hoping her naked pictures would shut down Twitter or Instagram or whatever <laughs> it was. And it's just, it's, yeah. it's not doing it. But I mean. Why? I, like is she I that vapid? Is she that in need of, well, you and I talk about this before. It's like, 
you know, if you're if you get hit with the lucky stick and you're a Kardashian and you're making millions and millions of dollars for doing nothing, ride that wave, baby. And then when it starts to, you know, and then bow out when it's time to bow out. And I think she doesn't want to. Well, and that's kind of what I have a couple thoughts. One, it's just like, okay, clearly the porn sex tape ride is over. So what did she have to do? Like go to extremes to kick it up a notch. But then Mm -hmm. here's the other thing, too. She recently was married and she has a small child. Yeah. And her husband, obviously, he cannot stand paparazzi. He does not like them taking pictures. He does not like them near his family. He doesn't like anything. And I'm like, so how could you possibly be okay with your wife standing there buck naked for the entire world? I think he's fine with it, you oh, know. I don't know. I don't I don't I dislike him so much that it's hard <laughs> for me. You know what? Maybe personally, you know, in closed quarters, if I had a conversation with him, he may not be everything no. he projects. If I was in closed quarters, I wouldn't even look at him. I wouldn't even dignify him with acknowledging his existence. I just don't. He acts like a big spoiled brat. And I don't understand. He literally thinks he's some sort of above it all dude. Yeah. Like a Dalai Lama or like a, I just, like I a mean, Gandhi or something like that. And I'm like, I don't know who gave you that idea. <laughs> well, his mother did. Other than yourself. Are you kidding? Well, his she, mom did. That's well, she's that's parenting. Well, she died of a plastic surgery accident. So I yes. mean, what is that? But she tell raised you? him to believe his own shit. I don't know was gold. But and I mean, so that's what he is. So back to that, you know, it's it's disrespectful to your husband to basically do that. In my opinion, I wouldn't go that far. But also to your small child, it's just. What are you teaching them other than your self-worth is to be completely naked and get attention? I think the female form in art is beautiful and I've always liked nudes, but I'm uncomfortable because it does not appear to be art to me. This looks a little vulgar in the sense that we know if we didn't know who this woman was and she did this, it would be provocative and it would be considered art. You know what I'm saying? But that's not what she's doing. No, she's like, me. look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at my gorgeous body. I mean, I read a little blurb saying, you know, she's tr- she's going to try to get pregnant again. So this is like right. her swan song. And I'm thinking, you know what? I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. Well, and not you. just that, but if that's the case, why do you have to show the world then? It's bordering on pathetic. And like I said, I'm I'm very, when it comes to art, I'm very liberal and I'm very okay and understand things that may be uncomfortable or appear vulgar. I mean, I get all of that. There's been a lot of very famous artists who have utilized the female body vaginas butts everything and it's and it looks like art this does not look like art this looks like someone who wants to say like my body yeah right I mean, it's like anna nicole smith you know what it's i like mean fat it's bastard look at my sexy body like she should be holding a chicken breast or something i just don't i mean i, I mean maybe it's because of what she's created that this is just like this ridiculous it's like a ridiculous joke and i just don't find it to be appropriate for you know a mom and a wife and but that's just well, my, my I disagree with that but she cannot walk around saying I did it for the art there's no way she is not that sophisticated there's just no way yes I did it for the art hashtag break the internet yeah exactly you just wrecked it like that the ugly truth mobile app is now available for droid and apple users of course the episodes are always free and available anywhere you listen to podcasts to get more info and download the links Visit UglyTruth.com slash app. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com slash A-P-P. And thanks for helping out. Now, let's get back to the uglies. 
It's time for our awkward and ugly moment of the week. much that it was embarrassing or anything it was very ugly like typical mm. us so victor had his um as, as you know he's in the national guard and so he had his weekend drill this weekend and okay. part of his assignment was there was a soldier that had come in from about three hours away well his car broke down and so he wasn't going to have a way to get home. And so they're just like, well, we're doing all this other, you know, regular stuff that Victor's already done. And so they said, why don't you work on his car this weekend? Because Victor's also in mechanic school. Okay. So he and a couple of the other guys were working on the car and they had this thing torn apart. There was oil everywhere, grease everywhere. You know, it was getting into the nighttime. It was just a big mess because it was a really deep part that was broken. Okay. And so the kids and I had gone out there because we had nothing going on. And he's like, well, it's not typical drill. So if you guys want to come and hang out, you can. So the kids were out there, you know, running around. And I was sitting in my car listening to my radio playing Words with Friends. And I had decided to do this hot bun or those big high buns, you know, where you kind of roll them and it flops around and it's like the big bun. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. So I had done that. But, you know, after like an hour or two, I started to get a headache. So I'm over there and I'm talking to everyone. Everyone's dirty and greasy and gross. And so I'm pulling the bobby pins out and I took my ponytail out and I'm like, oh my God, that feels amazing. And they're like (laughs) looking at me like, what? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I wish I had a hairbrush. I'm like, I have just the worst headache. I'm like, that bun was really hurting my head. And they're all covered in grease and they literally stop and kind of look at me like, are you out of your mind? Like we are sitting here on the ground laying in oil and dust and dirt and and we have cuts on our hands and you're sitting here complaining about the headache you have from your hot bun and you wish you had a hairbrush. And then I'm just like, I kind of was like, I'm like, what is that? Hashtag like real people problems. And they're just like, no, that's hashtag first world problems. And I'm Mm. like, oh. And so I'm like, I'm just going to go back to my car. (laughs) I wasn't trying to be like obnoxious or anything like that, but I was taking my bun out. It started coming through my hair. I'm like, God, I wish I had a hairbrush. My head hurts. You know what? Sometimes we're just oblivious. It happens. I meant no disrespect. I mean, it has nothing about, it's nothing about respect. It's about like, I have my own discomfort. Hey, you know what? I had, I was helping. I had gone and bought everyone a Gatorade and some snacks. And so, I mean, I was participating, but I just wasn't (laughs) dirty or greasy or sweating and spitting and smoking and laying around in the ground. I wasn't doing that. Rolling around like unwashed people. No. (laughs) But your bun hurt and that's all that matters. And I had a headache and I really wish I had had a hairbrush. And so... Yeah, that is very ugly for sure. I know. So I got I got corrected when they're just like, no, that would be hashtag first world problems. I'm like, oh, not real world people problems. And they're like, no, <laughs> not real world people. Probably my uh, my own world people problems. But yes, very good. So wh- so of what course mine has to do with the paramedic. Oh geez, I mean it just has to because what did you do. It actually, it's funny, you know, it really cracks me up how our ugly and awkward moments tend to jibe together. Isn't it weird? Why? Like, what did you do now? Like, well, was yours about hair? No, but oh. I do want to say before I get into my awkward moment that, you know, in the rush to be dressed before they arrive so that I could leave with oh. with my daughter, <laughs> of course, um, I had run into the closet and I put on a pair of jeans that used to not fit me. They fit me now, but they're still a little snug in the waist, but I didn't have time to change. Right. So I had to wear those. 
And then I put on a t-shirt and I couldn't find a sweatshirt because I actually don't wear sweatshirts very often. I wear jackets or sweaters or something. Right. So I couldn't find one. And so I had to grab um, my denim jacket. And so I'm wearing denim jeans, a denim jacket, and a black t-shirt. And all I could think of is how bad I looked. <laughs> where, where were I you? Mean, what? Yeah. Jamie, the 80s cold. They want their clothes back. <laughs> right? For the ambulance ride. I'm like, I look like I belong at Gillies doing the two-step or I'm something. I'm surprised they didn't so start playing ding, 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 ding. <laughs> the Footloose theme when they came walking in. Right? And then what's funny is that it's like, I mean, I correct myself. I realize that this is not the time to be concerned about my appearance or what I'm wearing. It just happens. It but happens. You can't help it when you look at yourself and go, why did I do that? Why am I wearing this? In fact, the only person I know that my child had second degree burns and I was putting on lip gloss. (laughs) This is is part of the awkward moment, (laughs) is that I'm running around, the ambulance is waiting for me because... (laughs) I can't find something to wear that isn't this denim jacket. And Jamie I'm Lynn, oh my god, flinging through clothes looking for a fucking sweatshirt, and I can't find one. And the paramedic comes in. He goes, "Um, are you coming with us?" And I'm like, "I'm coming." You like, you held up the ambulance with your daughter in it because you couldn't find something to wear I to the find hospital. Something to wear that wasn't denim. Jamie so Lynn, I, oh my god. So I finally get in the ambulance. So to try to make up for it, we get to the hospital. I'm trying to make up for making them wait for me. You're surprised you didn't go to the gift shop and just get a sweatshirt <laughs> that said Mercy San Juan on it. Anything. All I got from this hospital was from the... Put so, a smock on. I get... So we get there. So now there's, we're standing there and there's this awkward waiting because we're waiting to be checked in so we can get our room so Malia can be treated. And so what do I do? I'm like, so do you guys all know each other? Like all of the different you know, divisions in the the remote, you know, the metro, do you guys pretty much know each other? And he goes, yeah, for the most part, I go, oh, well, I know someone who is a fireman. He's older, but he's still active. He's not retired or anything. And I, my kids went to uh, school with his son and daughter, and I know that he's a fireman. What's his name? Um, (laughs) you're making me think. Um, I'm like, well, I know his last name. And I said his last name. I go, but I can't remember his first name. He goes, oh, well, I don't know that name. That's probably not going to help. So I started doing what I always do. And I'm like, uh, Greg? No. Eric? Brett? George? And he's like looking at me, shaking his head. He's like, I do not know what you're talking about. And this is the same person who had to come and go, are you coming with us or what? What's going on in there? And I'm like, oh my God. probably on his list. (laughs) Well, he was very gracious and nice because we were... Well, of course he was. But I mean, afterwards, he's like, my God, what is up with that mother? (laughs) I couldn't believe it. But yes, I made the ambulance wait so that I could try to find something that that matched better than what I had on. Jamie, that's that's really bad. I know. And it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't like, hold on, I'm coming. God, it wasn't like that. I was just like, I'm coming, you know. And so I went (laughs) running out. But I did feel kind of like a dummy, you know, a diva. You win because I, I, <laughs> when the firemen came, yes, I threw on some clothes, but you know, I, I didn't particularly care, you know, what, as long as I was covered. The yeah. only concern I had is I knew I wasn't wearing a bra, but that's because I just never wear one. And right. so, but God. wow, yeah, I never made the ambulance wait while I was trying, <laughs> having a wardrobe 
issue. I know. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't even believe myself. But, you know, I mean, obviously, if anything was dire, this would not be happening. I knew she was fine. She was in good care. So she was in the ambulance, but she was only like partially, you know, sick. So you had time. She was stable. She had she was surrounded by just, you know, medical people. Stop. There's no way to justify what you did. All right. Well, fine. It's like bad mother. (laughs) Yeah. An awkward moment. You win. All right. Which (laughs) I don't even I don't even know if I'd want to win, but you won. (laughs) Congratulations. Does anyone really want to win the awkward moment of the week? I don't think so. No, I don't. No, you're right. It's true. You won last week clogging my toilet. So now we're even. That was not even my fault. I told you and I will say it till I die. It was number one. That's all (laughs) I have to say. I went number one. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. I want to tell you about Daryl's dumb Lego idea. Okay, tell me about the Lego idea. Okay, so this is, I'll make it brief. Okay. There is a, uh, Lego has a website where you can submit uh, ideas for sets. So, you know, if you go to that site, there'll be proposals that you can vote for. A lot of Doctor Who or, you know, a scuba diving set or, you know, sea creatures, you know. So people literally create these proposals, submit them to Lego, and if... It gets 10,000 votes from the general public. Lego will review your proposal. Okay. It's really cool. And and so there's some dumb ones. But, I mean, some of these people are legitimate creators. And so, you know, they may be responsible for several sets that we've seen for sale. So do they Lego. actually build, like, a prototype or something? And some then... of them do. Some of them build it on a computer. Like, they'll okay. do a computer prototype. And some will actually go and build from their Legos and then submit the idea. Okay. So... There was a, 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 there's a guy who submitted a Big Bang Theory prototype for Lego to build. It has okay. all the, cre- it's got all the people. It's got a few of the cool little things that are always on the set in the living room. And well, it got 10,000 votes. It went through, Lego approved it. And there's actually going to be a Big Bang Theory Lego set that you can buy. Well, there you have it. I don't know when, but whatever. So Daryl and I, well, I love Big Bang Theory. And so he was like, hey, did you hear about this? I said, yes, I did hear about it. It's very cool, blah, blah, blah. I said, what's really cool is that you can submit ideas for Lego set ideas. I didn't even, I I didn't even know you could do that. That's so awesome. I love that idea. So we were talking about it. He said, I'm submitting the ugly truth. No. And I said, what? I go, what do you mean? I don't don't want to be a Lego. (laughs) I said, I don't understand. He goes, think about it. He goes, I can build a set. The, but the Lego, the, the two Lego girls will be uneven. They'll never be able to walk straight. They'll kind of fall over all the time. Wait, what? Yeah, because we're what awkward. He's to you? And, and well, he we're goes, awkward, and then, but we're not disabled. <laughs> and then he said, he goes, we can have, um, what else did he say? Oh, shit. I can't remember what all these other little things that he thought would be perfect. He goes, we can have a litter maid. We can have, you know, and he's thinking of all these props that we can add. And we can have the two, you know, our two little laptops and the microphones. How much, and... how much NyQuil had he had by this point? This was three days ago. This was a while ago. He was well when he thought of this idea well i wouldn't so he's exactly me th- i wouldn't go that far but <laughs> he's telling me this and i'm like that is such a dumb idea <laughs> he's like what do you mean i go that is so dumb i go why would you unstable lego creatures why would you why would you for do a that podcast that you know barely that, anyone that no one knows about. <laughs> god and i said i go don't don't do that and he's like what i thought just don't even. He goes, everything can be pink and black and white. And I'm like, stop now. No, I don't <laughs> Why want don't, you to submit it. You know what? Let's start small. Let's start with coffee mugs. 
or a, or t-shirts. <laughs> Not a Lego set. I, I, I don't know. know that a Lego set is the way to go. I mean, really, our target demographic doesn't. They don't play Legos. Probably not. I don't think so. I no, could be they wrong. They step on Legos. <laughs> they probably step on Legos all the time, but they're probably not paying. S- step on those like a motherfucker, but build them? No. Yeah, I'm like, please don't submit the ugly truths to the Lego idea people. Well, I, I mean, don't if think you want go to well. go ahead, I'm sure they won't. <laughs> They'll be like, I don't even know what this is. They're just like, like I ugly don't truth. They're like, isn't is. that like anti-Jewish website? And they're like, no, it's <laughs> wrong, wrong one. <laughs> but wrong one. Well, I appreciate his passion. A for effort. Oh, yeah, it's true. So and then you and I are um, heading up to Reno this weekend. So, yes, that's the big news. We are. Yeah. Well, for me, it is. I mean, I haven't I taken I haven't taken time off or gone away or done anything probably in two years, which was the last time we went to Reno. You so are like beyond excited. I, am, like, I, I wish it was tomorrow. I'm I mean, beside you are myself. so excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited because you're excited. I mean, it's always fun. We always have such a good time. And it's like we blow through the weekend and we don't even know what we've done. I mean, it's And if so you much think fun. about it, I mean, it's not like, you know, we're going to the most fabulous destination. It is Reno, but Yeah, but we, we have you know, fun it's just we are. well, that's what it is. And mm-hmm. so it's it's going to be a fun getaway. We are yes. leaving Friday afternoon. Yeah. And then um I have no idea what we'll do on Friday, but I'm sure it'll be great. And then mm-hmm. Saturday, we'll probably just hang out. Maybe we'll go do some shopping. Maybe, you know, do some gambling, whatever, wherever the, the the day leads us. We're going to then on Saturday evening see the live Michael Mira show, Cat yeah. 2014. That's my, be- that's my best. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. No, that sounds like sounds a dog like barking. chihuahuas. But yes. Oh, and um, now my father-in-law lives up in Reno with his wife, and they are actually not there. They're on I a cruise. I know. I saw that because I wanted to go to their little one. They have well, we, a store there called Vino 100. Vino 100. And we actually are going to Vino 100 because yeah. my father-in-law said, I want you to go in there. I want you to buy your wine and champagne. Tell George that I sent you and I'm paying for it. Well, there you go. So we'll so be we're at going. Vino 100 to get our yep. wine. George, we're coming for you. Yeah, I have and to show him the Facebook post from my father-in-law so he knows I'm not some random woman. So you're not like, woman. yeah, just yeah. some imposter. <laughs> it's like, no, I swear I know them. So we'll yeah. have a great time meeting yeah. all the uh, fellow TMOS listeners and hopefully mm-hmm. get to uh, rub shoulders with some of the castmates. That'd be pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, it'll be fun. I think it'll be a fun time. I do too. And then Sunday we'll be headed back. So next week we'll have lots of tales to tell, I'm sure, about our adventures in Reno. Garen F&T it. All right. Well, then that's definitely a wrap. Thank you everybody for joining us this week and listening. We look forward to seeing you next time. Be sure to hit up our Ugly Truth website. Thank you those who are shopping the Ugly Mall at Amazon. We've noticed that and we appreciate you thinking of us please think of us also during black friday times because that'll be coming up because you know it's gonna be thanksgiving before you know I it no i can't believe it so fast one of the things that i do when i go to amazon is i create a wish list and so that way i know what i want to buy when i go back because you just you never see the same thing twice on amazon I need to do that i need to so do that so i i have a little christmas wish list that i just you know as i say things i put at wish list and so you might consider doing that so that way when you do go back to do all your shopping um you have all your stuff right there but be sure you click on our link first and we appreciate that so we'll catch you on the flip side bye 
That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.